there's two type of people, yeah, that wants Oli to stay. The first type of person, the first is those type of people, yeah, that love being wrong and strong. Like, they know they're wrong, but they want to be strong about it to the very end. And the second type are just trollers like you have. But I'm, not, but I'm not trolling, though. No, that, that is, that's disrespectful, because I'm not trolling. I've given, I've given bare logic behind what I'm saying. No. Welcome back to another episode of Red Divided. Myself, Tommy. You got Addy here. And you got myself, Ham, aka Harry Maguire. What's happening, people? How's everyone been, well? It's not I've been AKA waiting for this. White. It's not AKA. Nah. No, no, no. We, we got a point this weekend. You guys got zero. So. <laughs> <laughs> just, just about. Just about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, my energy for this episode, just for the listeners' sake, we're recording this straight after Arsenal drawing at home to Palace. So, understand that if the result had, if Palace had held out for 30 seconds more, this is not the energy you would have been hearing from me right now. <laughs> this energy is coming because my team didn't lose. However, there's two people on this pod that their team took a batter in. So, where do you want to start, boys? Where do we start? They just start with your boys, man. Let's go with yours. Let's go with uh, yours. What are, you, what are your thoughts on the game? How long we got? Because mine's going to be quick. I'm probably going to analyse it in 30 seconds. I'm here just for Man United. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on, go on. Uh, no, I'm joking, I'm joking. Um, firstly, it was great to see Pat at the Emirates. So, obviously, he never played there. He left just before we moved there, so that was good. Secondly, it was a great audition for him. As you guys know, I said, if it was up to me, I can replace Arteta tomorrow and bring Vieira in, if it was up to me. So I thought it was a great audition for him because Palace have actually been good all season anyway. So it was good to see them against my side and to still be able to implement the style of play that Vieira's kind of got them playing pretty quickly. So they had a pre-season and, what, eight games in, new players as well. So I thought they was the much better side. I thought they absolutely dominated us from after we scored throughout the rest of the game, to be fair, we didn't consistently put them under any pressure. There wasn't a point in the time. I was even saying to myself when I was watching it, the Palace defenders aren't thinking, shit, we're under the cosh here, or shit, I need to call for cover. No, because they were fine. The midfielders were... They pressed us. I haven't seen no one press us better than they have this season, I don't think, apart from the first three games of the season. So I thought Palace were really good. I thought we were really poor. And I was fucking happy to get that point. I hate losing. I hate losing when I'm playing, and I fucking hate losing when I, when I'm when Arsenal are playing. So, with me, all my bridges know. As long as we don't lose, it's okay. Let's just just don't get into a habit of losing football matches. Get into a habit of not losing football matches. So, if you got a draw, we'll take the draw. We'll come into training tomorrow and have and have a debrief, and we go again against um, Villa on Friday, which is just going to be an equally tough game. But tonight's game. We was poor. We'll chalk it down to Palace were better than us. Um, and yeah, we got out of jail and we got the equaliser in the last minute. And I'll take that all day, mate. I'll take that all day. Yeah. What are you saying about the game I did, the Arsenal game? Do you watch you watch the whole game too, right? So I watched bits and pieces because um, I got back from work a bit late and I had a few things to do. But um, 
I think I saw more of the start, and Arsenal looked comfortable to me at the start. Um, and I thought they were just going to build on that. But then the patches I saw after that just seemed like they just lost control of the game. The ref didn't help. He, he just he was having a nightmare. It might, Mike Dean needs to make it harder if he's actually a referee. Like, we know he's a bricklayer by trade. We know that <laughs> We know that's his actual job. But he needs to make it harder to try and convince us that he's actually a qualified ref. Sorry, I did. So I just had to get that out there. Bro. <laughs> Which is fair. So, yeah, he didn't have a great day because some of the things were just confusing. Like that, like um challenge on Saka. I was just like, what? Because I didn't see it real time. So when somebody posted a video, I was like, what do you mean? Like, didn't, how do you stay on the pitch? But the one before that, Ade, yeah, we all play and watch football, yeah. We all know that a cynical foul is an automatic yellow. yellow There's foul. no... Because he, cause I saw when... You know when he was going to MacArthur, Tom, yeah? He was saying, I'm going to have a word with him. Mm. No, no, no. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, Mike Dean, bricklayer. You don't have a word with someone when they make a cynical foul because it's an automatic yellow because automatic. you're not trying to play... You're not trying to play the ball at all. Yeah. Point, point in case, Saka does the same thing. Doesn't try to play the ball. Literally brings the player down so he doesn't advance onto our goal. Mike gives him a straight yellow. But McArthur done the same thing. Nothing. <laughs> yeah. I think that's what made it worse because those two plays were within like two, three minutes away from each other. McArthur done these first. And then as soon as Saka did it, he put Saka's up thinking... And then, right. and then, sorry, I let you go. And then Gallagher done it in the second half on Tommy Ashu, Cynical. And guess what Mike done? I'll have a word with him. It's poor, and to be honest, that's when you start losing the game once you're not being consistent. But I didn't see, I only saw the one that Saka made, and obviously the replay, Carthy one, yeah, yeah. But apart from that, yeah, I didn't see the others in real time. But yeah, poor, poor goalkeeping. Obviously, you're fortunate to to get that goal at that time. Obviously, you're playing well towards the end. You're pushing them. You're pushing them back. Um, obviously, you had a turny, um in the crossbar you had Pepe diving about in the box so yeah <laughs> you, you tried <laughs> yeah I think, it's, I think it was a good game of football to be honest with you and like, the, the draw is probably like a fair result for both teams because I feel like they played well um, as, as Ade said like you guys started off really well um, and for some reason as soon as you scored they just seemed to pen you back and which I didn't really understand because you had total control of the game at that point and obviously, they dominate the rest of the half, but they scored, no, they scored in the second half, right? In the first half. Who? They scored in the second half. They scored two. Half. They scored both their goals in the second half. The second half, yeah. So yeah. they didn't get, to, yeah, they did score in the first half. And in the second half, yeah, they got the two goals. And pretty much the same thing you guys did. As soon as they went ahead, they got pinned back too. So it's mm. just, yeah. And you guys dominate the rest of the game. So I just feel like the draw is probably the fair result. But obviously, I, I was hoping that they would have. Yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought, I thought they deserved the win. I was, I was, I was yeah. on a, on a, on a separate. No, obviously, I support Arsenal. I don't want us to ever lose. On a separate, Patrick Vieira is my hero. So I was more like, I was more guided for him that he didn't get the three points that his side's performance hundred percent deserved. We didn't deserve a point. We didn't deserve a draw from that game. We didn't do nothing in the game. But um, so I could fully understand why he was, why he was pissed at the end of the game because they done more than enough to, to leave the Emirates with um, 
with three points. Like, listen, we're not complaining. We'll take the point all day. Take it, right? Don't <laughs> yeah, worry, we'll take you, it, bro. You're, you're getting closer to zero goal difference, so... <laughs> yeah, yeah, we can't, we can't score goals, man. We can't score yeah. goals. We can't score goals. When you were losing, your goal difference was, like, minus four. And I was thinking, what is happening? Remember, we've only but... scored six goals this season. That was our sixth goal. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Shit. And it's only way, one way. That way is up. Step closer to us, so... <laughs> Can't really say much. Yeah, boy. Only behind us anyway. We ain't far off you boys. I think we're like what? Four three or four points behind you boys. Cool. Um all right, so go on. I mean there's not much to add up with Arsenal because Hey, ain't not that, ain't not that. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. Go on, Adam. You start I'll give you I'll let you start off. What is there to say? My first question is Ham, you're still Ole in, yeah? Yeah, you know me. I'm with the board. The board ain't going to sack him. So that's why I'm not screaming Ole out because so the board ain't going to sack him. You rate him. So you'll swap him for Arteta. You know, Ajay, you know I don't really... I keep telling you, yeah. But I'm, you see what you and Tom are saying that he should be out, yeah? You guys are saying the logical thing. Yes, is the guy good enough? No. <laughs> but the board are not going to get rid of him, bro. So I think I'm what number was I before? Fourteen. I think he's down to fifteen. Fifteen now. I think he's down to fifteen. There aren't many managers oh, below. But um yeah, I don't know what we're doing on the pitch. Like I don't know what we're doing. And he's gonna lose us players. I think we're on that fine balance where like someone like Pogba, it's, it could have been getting to a point where it's 50 50 where he could go or he'll stay. But the, the shit we are, the more encouragement it is to go. Pogba like, says something's got to change. Yeah, like success is what's <laughs> going to keep people there. Or the, what the, what would I call it? The appearance of success will even keep you there. But he's just not showing that. He's not showing that. The football is horrific. We don't know what we're doing off the ball. So, okay, we don't even know what we're doing on the ball. But off the ball, let me just say off, off the, the ball, ball, you guys are really poor. Bruh. And that's that's cool. So, you remember after the Leeds game? So, it was still the Leeds game. It was it still happened in the Leeds game. But because we won, it masked it. And I kept remember saying... The, remember the Newcastle game? You guys were not good. You won 4-1, yeah, but you weren't good. We were not good. Because yeah. they sliced us open. And the reason we're getting sliced open all the time is because we don't press effectively like let's say pressing is gauged between one and ten we do four three get me probably probably even three and then if you're not going to press step back and do like a compact block but we don't do that either so we're just all over the place yeah can i tell you one person that presses though who bruno yeah and you know bruno yeah i was talking to my friend who's a united fan yeah we both agreed you know bruno yeah Bruno's played his own football match when he's playing for Man United. You know that, isn't it? You know, because when I was Man United, yeah, Bruno is doing it. He'll be pressing by himself. Yeah. And then he'll be looking behind him and then throwing his hands in the air, like, why are you guys not pressing? Yeah. No, so, sorry, Ogadi. Maybe that's what you want to be doing, running around. But we're not doing that with you. Yeah, there's, there's zero pressing. There's And it's the problem, right, is if there's zero pressing, you know that you have to drop back and make a contact um, compact block. But because we don't do that, that means it's just, there's just gaps everywhere. It's just gaps. We're literally a sieve. Like you're just putting water in and it's just pouring out. That's literally what we are. And it means every single week, teams will have chances against us, right? 
And remember when Ronaldo was was joining, I said it might have an effect on the way we play football. Right? Positive or negative? Or was Positive it more late? Was it more yeah. So like obviously he might come and bang lots of goals, but in terms of our gameplay, it might take a hit, which is just natural, right? Because you have to read it rejig how you play to accommodate him now. But then I feel as if Solskjaer's put him on the pitch but not rejigged anything. So the people that are meant to compensate for Ronaldo's lack of pressing or lack of running aren't even doing that. And I'd like to believe that if Solskjaer's telling them to do it and they're not doing it, anyway, either way, whether he's telling them to do it and they're not doing it or he's just not telling them to do it, it's just bad on him. Because either they're not listening to you or you're not saying it. Yeah, I'm bad on the players if he's telling them and they're not and they're not doing it. Then the players gotta take on their manager's instructions. Nah, after a while, it's just bad on you, bro. If you can't get players to listen to you, you shouldn't be a manager. They shouldn't be playing they, sh- they, sh- they shouldn't be playing if they're not gonna listen to the manager. Nah, bro, you shouldn't be a manager. You shouldn't be a manager. If no one's listening to you, if you can't command respect, you're not where you should be. You re- you really aren't where you should be. So you think Oli was to blame for the four-two loss yesterday? Nah, that, nah, so that's just the base. That's the base. That's <laughs> that's that's us, right? So that's us generally. But then, you, did you guys see Maguire? On the yeah, he, he, he should. He should never. He should never play. He should the have game. never played. Never, and never play I'm not going to say it was somebody's fault for putting him on, on the pitch, but somebody put him on the pitch. It was his fault. The, the manager. He listen. Maguire hadn't. Played for right. what, um, three, four weeks, isn't it? And he had one training session. One training session. You could see it. You could see it. It was like he was waiting for the game to finish before it started. Like, I'm bad. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's, you know what? It's hard. It's hard because at the end of the day, you have to explain a team with that much ability playing that rubbish, like, individually and as a collective. But the problem is that if you add up the the sum of the individual players, we are playing less than that. Which yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. Which ultimately is a fail. Like we forget United. I don't even go by the name. You know, I don't even go by the name no more. But with the players we have, it's a joke. What's happening? Like how many games this season do we look at? Even the games that we win, the performances are poor. Mm-hmm. But what's left? Why are we? Why are we in the season? We just quit. Quit the whole season. Let's just resign football. There's, there's 30 more games to go, son, in the league. It's got a lot of time. We're only in October. Season goes till May. <laughs> to strip all the players out, my fancy, my fancy team as well. Strip them all out. <laughs> it's a long season. It's a long season. There's still a long time to go, but I do believe that his time is coming to an end. I believe that. Right. No, but Tom, do you, Tom, Tom, do you honestly believe yeah, that the board are going to sack him this season? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you said you did. You believe the board are going to sack yeah. him this season? Because what I'm trying to say, the point I was, I was making to you when we was when I was with you is that, okay, fair enough, they want to give him to the end of the season. But if he's bossed by Christmas, what is the point? So you're saying if he's if he can't win the league by Christmas yeah. and the champ and you're out no, of the Champions if, League? No, if we're if bear in mind, I'm saying if we're like ten points at this rate, we probably might be like ten points away from the rest. That's basically like it's bossed. There's no coming back from that. So what is the point of waiting until the end of the season? When you can bring bring someone in now, so you can have a seat half a season under their belt, and then the full season next season. He just signed a new deal to twenty twenty four. 
we, Out of we, my, all, people three, signed, all three of us know deals don't make. Don't Kane make signed anything. the deal last week. We all know he that. To leave. Yeah, we, we watch football long enough to know. No, no, but I, I will, I'm, I'm talking about this. I'm talking about your current ownership right now. That's why. That's why you. When I say you lot logically, what you lot are saying, get him out logically makes sense. When I when I rebuttal you lot, because it's a because it's a podcast, it doesn't make sense if all three of us have the same opinion. So the reason why I say what I'm saying is because I'm in there. I'm thinking like what the board have been doing with United, getting rid of Van Gaal, getting rid of Mourinho. Now they've got one of their own in, and now he steadied the ship, and now they've given him a new three year. I honestly don't believe what he gets steady? sacked this what year. No, I honestly don't think. I mean, he finished third and he finished second last year. So you you could take it how you want that he's okay. For the board, for the Blazers, Champions League football is, is yeah, yeah. Champions League football is being met, and I honestly don't think if they just give him a new deal this year. He get the only way he gets sacked is if you lose six, seven, eight games in a row, and it's just complete. Oh, they, gave, they gave Jose a new deal when they sacked Jose. That's what I'm saying, Tom. That's my that leads that leads into the point, no, though. Tom. But, no, but they don't. Do that it, they won't do that again. There's no problem with sacking people. There's no problem sacking people. If it, no if it's wrong. football, it's football. Yeah, just, like, yeah, people sign no new deal, they sign new contract and leave. It, it just doesn't make like. It's There's football. no problem sacking we someone. All, we know we we know better. I'm not we interested in sentiment. If you're rubbish, there's no sentiment in you staying because. I do. I do. He yeah. shouldn't be in a job today, then. Off what you two are saying, yeah. he shouldn't be That's in a job it, today. Bro, no, 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 but wait. From, Last, from over saying, a year ago, we said he shouldn't be in a job. He's still ripening to be in a job because you, what you're saying is give him to the end of the season, right? That's what you're saying. Like, give him the opportunity to prove himself. Like, to, to get, prove himself to, to see whether he can win the title or the Champions League, whatever it is. Yeah, but, yeah. But what I'm saying is, if he's boss by Christmas, why are we giving him to the end of the season? Because if we're, believe me or not, we're 10 points behind all these guys by Christmas, it's bust. That's it, done. Look at Watford. Watford are prolific, right? <laughs> they sack everyone for fun. <laughs> but Man United, yeah. Man United, I don't think Man United want to get to that. I don't, no, I don't think Man United want to get to that's a Chelsea fine. or a Watford where we just sack our managers every two years. That's fine, but that's, that's I don't even understand what's behind that, right? If the manager's not up to the job, you sack them. Like, what is it? I don't want to be a sacking club. If the manager's not up for it, you sack them. Yeah, I think they honestly want him to be in a job for you know how Klopp's been in his job for six years, Pep's been in his job for five, six years. Yeah, but they're doing something. They, yeah, I know, I know, no, I hear that to you. I hear that to you. But I think United Ball, when they sit down, this is probably where they want to get to. And they, they want they want him they want him to be in the job. These managers had won stuff before they got to their clubs. So 100%. he gave them time. He had won something in Norway. I refuse to accept. And I just think, yeah, like I see what you guys, like I keep saying, what you guys saying, they make logical sense. But what the board is doing, he's got a new deal to 2024. Mike Feeling's getting a new deal. Mike Kai is probably going to get a new deal. So his backroom staff are also getting a new deal along with him. Yeah. He's just signed all these new players this year. They're not sacking him this year, brother. They're not. They're just not. Unless, like what I said happens, just, they, they, he loses six, seven, eight. And was That's Chelsea, I think. You're talking about Chelsea, talking about Man United underneath this ownership. We'll see anyway. Oh, it's still the same ownership. There's what the, they, they're the ones that sat That's what I'm saying, but he's... No, I know, that's my point. And it, no, but that's my point. You guys had Van Gaal and Mourinho and you, no, you're, you're nowhere. No, but Tom, Tom, no, no, I'm, the point saying. you're making, what I'm trying to say, the point you're making is not really like... It's, bro, the, he's had more time than all these guys. He's had more than enough all time. All of them. He's had more time. But he's and been, they want to give him been, more. And they want to give him more time. No, and he's been backed more than the rest of this guy. And they want to back him more and give him more time. There's nothing up. The re- I see it. The, the way I say it now, I'll put it down to two things. There's two type of people, yeah, that wants Oli to stay. The first type of person, the first is those type of people, yeah, that love being wrong and strong. 
Like they know they're wrong, but they want to be strong about it to the very end. And the second type are just trolling like you have. But I'm not. But I'm not trolling though. No, that, that is bro. that's disrespectful because I'm not trolling. I've given I've given bare logic they're behind what I'm saying. That's yeah, that's disrespectful. So, that's so disrespectful. the reason I wouldn't because I'm fully I'm not trolling. Yeah, I'm not trolling. I'm not trolling. No, I'm giving. I'm giving. I'm giving reason behind that. No, 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 Tom. If we listen to. We can we can agree to disagree, but I wouldn't I'm call you a troller. You, exactly, exactly, exactly. Thank you very much. So how can I be a troller? I've you said I've said so, I've said what you two are saying makes logical sense. I'm looking at it from a different perspective. Like it's just it's the way I see it is that the guy has been there for like what three and a half years, more years than the rest of year. And you know what annoys me about this old Ollie thing is that there's always some sort of excuse. Like every week, there's always there's there's always a new question. Oh, is it because he does this? Is it might be because he does that? There's so many questions on Oli, but the same people that pose these questions to you, Adi, yeah, they're contradicting themselves so many times about other managers. So why is it all of a sudden, why, why make the exception for Oli? Because if it was any other manager in that position, same people that are posing all this question to you, they never give excuses for that. No, but you know the thing is, you know football is so short-minded, so I feel as if the people that say forget what they said the week after. So, like, on match day, Mike Richards was saying, oh, he's going to have to drop one of the big boys. But then when he plays Matt Fred, we'll be saying, oh, why is he playing Matt Fred? <laughs> <laughs> so they, they always forget. I think ultimately it sits with the manager. I think, like, if you had asked me a little while ago, I would have said Tam was trolling, but he's because he specifically said he agrees with our view that it is logical. Then I agree. Hundred percent. If I'm a United fan, about right, you lot, there are the trolls. There are the trollers. Hundred percent. Because you've got. Nice no, cool. They are, they are trollers. Hundred percent. Oh, I think there's three categories. But you have so to understand, yeah. Diehard. Go on, there you go. Yeah, yeah. Diehard people, the trollers and the crackheads. So the crackheads are number three. <laughs> they're never gonna change because they're high on drugs. Well, I watch all that. I watch bare football and I watch bare other like fancy. I watch all that United View, Stretford Paddock, United Stand, all that stuff here. Yeah. There is bare United yeah, fans here. That yeah, Oli in is a thing for them, and, and they might not even be given. And don't bro, bro, yeah, yeah. And for me, they're entitled to how they want to. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what they. I want. stop arguing. That's what they want. Because I've met yeah, a yeah, bro. Like I've met a couple that changed their mind. But I've met a couple that. I've realized that there's nothing Ollie can do, yeah, and and they'll change their mind. So I've just stopped and I, arguing. And that's why I say they just want to be wrong and strong about it. Like I've I've met like even like a couple, I had a couple of people that listened to our podcast that messaged me this week and they said like oh not when United fans I've got like one United fans and one like non United fans even messaged them and I'll see what they're talking about with Ollie because he's not one trying to prove us wrong. So all these things that me and Addis state week in, week out, if he's proven us wrong, fair enough, because at the beginning of the season, what did I say about the be top happy games, to be like, proved wrong, all of Yeah, I'll be happy to prove wrong. What did I say about the top games? I said the top games, yeah, are going to be decided by by the managers because they are strong. They are like the players, the top players in every in every team. Look, going into um the Leicester game, and that's the game that actually... Out all the games like the um the runner games that we've got, that's the game that I had faith in that. Okay, you know what? Because of the way Leicester's been playing, we might we'll probably get something out of this game. I actually had faith that we'll get something out. It looks like one team had a plan and the other didn't. Because as you were just saying about the pressing idea, there was one point I saw four United front line, I think it was Bruno, Sanchez, 
um, Ronaldo and someone else pressing. And there was like the next set of plays next to them were deep in our own half. So what is the point? Yeah. And we've discussed it so many times that we press half heartedly. What is if the we point? do that against Liverpool, it's, it'll be frightening because <laughs> you fall into the hand of teams like that. So Leicester have got that pace right. Chelsea might not do the same thing to us because of the way they play football. Mm. Man City mm. as well. But the types of Leicester, um, Newcastle with San Maxima, um, Wolves, Liverpool, we might be talking 6 1, 6 0 type of. And you know the difference is, Ade, as we said, with the Wolves, the Villarreal, they were were creating as much chances as Leicester was creating. But the only difference is they don't have the quality to finish it off. And I think there's some juju here because when the team is performing, the hair's on holiday. (laughs) When the hair comes back, the team say F it. So I don't know what's happening here. The hair must be thinking, what can I do? I need that clean sheet bonus. I just need one clean sheet bonus this this season. It's it's poor. It's yeah, poor. no, it's it's, it's just seriously poor, man. Like the game, like even as Hammer always say, look, it's not just the manager, but if you look at the players individually, and this is where now like they were just poor on Saturday. They were poor. And from like Maguire, she Maguire should be playing. It shouldn't be playing. That apart from him, the players were poor. It's just it's hard for me to now attack the players because we've got, like the players have been attacked the last two three seasons because of him, right? Because everyone keeps saying it's the players. But the, like, let's be real, the players were poor themselves mm. on the day. It's just and apart from my son, my son was all right still. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he didn't he didn't press. He did he never pressed, but he got a lovely goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he didn't yeah. press, but he got a lovely goal. And like, right. I think I saw some United fans getting onto him because he posted his goal, even though he got lost four two. But he posted his goal and his story, and the United fans are getting onto him. Man, saying you guys fell by yourself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know what it is? It's that that's that's the um, that's the that's the age in him showing there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. So he's young, isn't it? He's excited. He got a good goal. He posted on his story. Well, but senior players well. will say, "Don't do that. Don't do yeah. that." But you see it on the pitch as well because. Like, obviously, you're an attacker, at- attack and shoot. But Mason shoots a lot when he should pass. But all of that will come with age. You see it in his football as well. But he- he'll get older, he'll get wiser. So enjoy yourself for now. Snap it. <laughs> Snap it. Yeah. yeah, but I think he's going to lose the change room. That's what I honestly believe is going to lose the change room because it can't, it's come out at the end of the game and say, well, Pogba first. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know what's so annoying about it yeah, is that they're all saying the same thing, right? They're all saying there's an issue. No, but Pogba knows he can't say what the issue is. I think Pogba, in uh, in an ideal world, he'll say that only <laughs> or something like that. Maybe when he's talking to his family at home. Yeah, <laughs> and especially when you've just come off winning like the nation. Yeah. Nations League and then you come back and you're like it's bloody hell Ronaldo must be thinking who is this guy but then but then on the flip side his family are saying these players are supposed to be world class bro. like why the fuck can they not play football 
Nah, his yeah. son, his they... son should tell him that now, bro. Dad, you're rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> no, and he's probably thinking, no, but they're world class players, though. Can't they, they figure they out themselves? themselves? Yeah, can't they figure out themselves? Look how many times you see ex player talk about Fergie and say Fergie didn't manage the dressing room, Fergie didn't do this, Fergie didn't do that. They had top pros, top players, and he took accountability for our actions. Yeah, but the coaching would still be big, right? Because, like now, if you have street ballers that can all play football, if they should play a team that trains week in, week out and has organization, they'll lose. They might be of the same ability, but that regiment and the organization it, it speaks volumes, and I don't think we've got that. Yeah. It's gonna be it's gonna be a long season for United. Oh, just, just like long. I said, I don't, I just don't, I just don't think he goes in it. So maybe next year, but this year, oh, so it's when gonna we be lost long. on Saturday, I swear to you, I couldn't stress myself. But I just thought, you know yeah. what? I didn't, I didn't expect us to lose this one, but <laughs> you guys are not gonna come and kill me. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. But when the last one went in, like, four, like, yay. So they're not going four against us. Well, I wasn't even... But you know what? It was one of those ones that that day I was already tired. So I was like, I'm not going to stress myself. And I was going for dinner in the evening. So I was like, I've got something to look forward to. I'm not going to be thinking about you guys for too long. That 4-2 pummer in the way to Leicester. Yeah, bro. And the thing is, like T said, your run, your run's just nasty, bro. Well, so you're probably trying better. you're probably trying to get three points there. So then if you do lose the next two or three, that is no, but this is probably the best time, right? Because this is probably the best time in the season to lose enough games for them to actually look at it and think, oh shit, guys, this is a bit bad. Because you need to understand that as we've said, like football is very what have you done for me lately, right? The Spurs manager, they wanted to get rid of him after six games. And three of those games, he had won. So and that's where, that's, but that's that's why the society we live in is fucked, though. I do. That's why I don't know. Remember, I, I, I personally, me personally, I don't like managers getting sacked. I said that episodes yeah. ago, innit? And I still stick to that. I don't like managers getting sacked. So that whole after for six games, they want Nuno. That's six games, yet say bullshit. One, three, lost three, goal difference zero, or, or whatever it was. Or, They're fifth in the league now. And now, like, literally, why is it... They were calling for meetings with the board because they lost three games after they had won three games and especially one that they hadn't expected to win. I'm just like, what is happening here? And we've got a mediocre manager that gets us knocked out of the Champions League every season, can't win the Europa League, and all of everyone wants to keep him. Is yeah, it's it's, a, it's weird. Football's just weird now. I I don't understand football. Everything everything in life. Yeah. So if you're, if you're I always use girls analogy. So if you're dating <laughs> a girl in the talk in the talking stages, yeah, you can see a lot of there's this red flag meme that's going about. Yeah. So we'll we'll stay current. We'll stay on topic. You see a lot of red flags in the talking stages. Yeah. You're telling your boy. So me, I told Tom. Tom's like my best mate. So I'd be like, T, I'm talking to this girl, yeah, but ugh, I don't know, man. There's this red flag and there's this red flag. But she's, but she's got this good point, though. But then I bring out like seven or eight other bad points, yeah. Then I still now date her. I make her my missus. I might even breed her. Now we're just having problems left, right, and centre. Just problems left, right, and centre. Tom's looking at me like, you know what, I'm should have never have got with her when you saw those red flags. So even though she's moving mad now, your decision for making her a girl, is what's fucked up now. Mm. We all know Oli is probably a lovely guy. He should never have got the job in the first place. So the blame should always lie with whoever thought there was a good idea to give him the fucking job. Yeah. The Manchester United job. Manchester United, for me, growing up, and still now, is the biggest club in the world. 
the biggest club. It's a juggernaut. It's not even just a normal football club. It's a juggernaut. Should never ever have been in the hands of Oli oh. Gunnar. So my club's not even as big as yours, and my and I shouldn't be managed by Mikhail Arteta. Okay, that's why people always message me and say, "Why don't you go?" I'm not gonna go at the guy. What's the point of me going at the guy? I need to go at the guy that hired the guy. <laughs> they said, "Come and get the guy that hired the." Guy. That's prime example. I don't know if you remember T, but when Oliver Giroud got signed to us, I'll let you guys talk. When Oliver Giroud got signed, yeah, I didn't rip the guy. When I looked at him, I was ripping him first, and I thought, you know what? It's not his fault. You know his fault is, it's us that went to go and buy him from Montpellier because Montpellier won the league, and we thought this guy was going to be our answers, was the answer to our problem. So you know what? I love Oliver Giroud because you know why? It's not he. He didn't force Arsenal to buy him. He's making his money, bro. He and he was making money. money. Is he going to say no? Is he, is he, Oli is never going to say no. But Perhaps. but what my view is, like, but everyone's different, right? If I don't like to be an imposter, if I know I'm not ready for the job, I'll be like, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> don't put me in trouble like that. But this guy said, give it to me. Give man, give me Manchester. <laughs> give me the world. <laughs> I can do it. I can do it. He <laughs> made a whole will. <laughs> no, nah, they're happy with him, man. Like, did you love? Do you love what Fabrizio like Romano the other day? No, uh, about the Ronaldo situation. No, no, no. About the Oli, about the board and Oli. How they feel about the situation? Oh, okay, no, I didn't see. It's, no, on, his pa- it's, it's on his page. It's on his page. It's on his page. I think he just dropped it yesterday. You brought him up, actually. Let me just actually. Um, I'm not sure if you guys seen what he said today. Um, get your you guys' thoughts on it. So apparently, he said that. Um, their plan was always to get a central midfielder. But yeah, then Ronaldo when, came up. Yeah, well, when Ronaldo's situation came up, mm. it changed, and then when I ended up getting Ronaldo. But why get Ronaldo? So that's the, like, so that's that's what I was going to ask you guys. What do you think that was like? A wise decision? at the moment, it doesn't Bro. look wise because we're Tom, you don't even need to ask us. It's me and Ham you want to ask that question to. We're suffering. <laughs> in that Tom, 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 Tom can't ask me you that. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> Because we're suffering in that position now. Obviously, he, he was always going to suffer. Tom, you watch, you watch him at Juventus, bro. You know the guy don't run no more. You watch him for Portugal. You know that. But the thing is, how yeah. this is where it's down to like management sometimes. Jess. You do not have to play all your good players. You can balance it out, bro. Like what you said, yeah. If he struggles, if you know that he has to sacrifice Pogba or um or um what you call it, Bruno. Just play one of them. I've said this before. If you feel like you don't have the right balance in your team, then play but, one of them. But he doesn't know. He doesn't. He doesn't feel he has this last season before Ronaldo. That's why he plays Fred and Matt T because he yeah. doesn't feel he has the well, balance. We, without we said this before Ronaldo even came into the picture. It was always a problem. It's been a problem from time, right? So where you've now got the option to fix the problem that we've had from last season. The problem wasn't a striker. It would have been nice to have another striker. But, but you need a midfielder. You needed a midfielder. We needed a midfielder. 100%. So 100%. you've now left the issue. Your main priority. Your main priority. a luxury player in Ronaldo. Right? And I at did. least in the Premier League, we're not getting those goals. Obviously, if he had like gotten, if he had taken the penalty against whoever, maybe he would have had a, a nice ratio overall. <laughs> but we're not getting the goals or he's not making the difference enough like that. Whereas, actually, if we had the midfield player to plug that gap that we had, or we have, maybe we don't have the issue we're having every week, even though we 
Oh, okay, you, doesn't you, know how to play football. Okay, okay, you see where the board comes in now. Do you think the board was going to turn down the financial gain that they was going to get from signing Ronaldo? That's what I say. Our clubs are run properly. Let's just call a spade a spade. Our clubs are not run properly. If you know your main priority is to get a centre midfielder, you don't take the eye off the ball. Yes, Ronaldo presents himself. You look at your manager, who's shit. You look at your squad, you think, we add Ronaldo, but then we're imbalanced already. We're having to play these two idiots together, Scott and Fred. You know what? Maybe he's going to have to go to his city, isn't it? or he's going to have to go somewhere else. But we have to sort out our main priority first. That's why you were linked to it. You, you've been linked well, to it, I mean. Yeah, if, 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 if we would sort out that priority, with the way we play, we go into every match without a plan. It's as if it just sends them out there. Agreed. But if you have the correct personnel, the yeah, gaps makes will it easier. be less. Right. It easier. So he, he still won't be great. But the issues we have will be less than what we do have, right? And you can play Cavani up top. Cavani presses like a motherfucker. <laughs> we have we have players to play where Ronaldo plays, but you fill the hole that you have, even though the material of the bucket might be, not be the best. But you fill the hole. That's the first step. Hundred percent. Yeah, buckle up. Um, while we're on Oli, you guys heard what you said about um. Rashford, what are your thoughts on him? What he said about Rashford? So he's basically just telling Rashford to concentrate on football. So tell him but, to shut the hell up, bro. But I don't, I don't think, I don't think Rashford is a problem. Shut the hell up, bro. Rashford's goal, like his, his goal tally is like his ratio. United has been really good over the last year. He's probably our second best player, apart from Bruno. So I think uh, he, he's, well, he's talking about the wrong player, but he was focusing on others, bro. If he was going to have that conversation, I got nothing wrong with that because I'm. Um, Ferguson told Beckham focus on football when Beckham was doing his thing. Nothing wrong with that, but that conversation has to be behind closed doors. You don't need to be coming to the media and saying it to the media that um, Rashford needs to come to football. We're gonna have that conversation with Rashford. You have it with him one on one. Media don't need to know about it, and it don't need to come from you when you are under significant pressure right now, bro. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. That's when I saw that. I didn't even pay it no mind. Shut the fuck up, bro. Marcus Rashford is a bad boy player, and what he's doing off the pitch is fucking amazing, bro. You shut the hell up, you shit manager, bro. But I still want you in, though. I still want you in. Oli in. Oli in. <laughs> yeah, and I agree with what you're saying because, as you said, have the, have the chat with me behind closed door. But it's not with the right time to bring that up, bro. Like, what's that? Well, like, I don't... Did I ask him about it? Because I wasn't too sure. I just I just saw the quote. Did they even ask him? This is not the right time, bro. I, I think he's trying to deflect, so... How I even came across it was my boy Jamie. He's a Liverpool supporter. It's like I messaged him back and said, "Tell Ollie to fucking sort himself out." <laughs> Before he starts mentioning Rashford, literally, that's the first thing <laughs> I said. Because, like, obviously, you guys are mentioning Beckham now and the issue with like Fergie back in the day, and that was with him trying to be like a playboy pop star. Rashford is literally feeding children, and you're coming to open your mouth. And literally, Rashford has not played in so long. And they came back and scored. So what are you saying? You didn't even wait for him to come back. Maybe he goes 10 games without scoring. You just start talking. You just let air just go in between your lips. And just Unless there's something else happening that we're not aware of. Aware of. He just needs to like, just focus on his job, man. You need to go back and just start working on some real tactics, man, because... Our club is our club is in dire trouble, man. And you're not helping us. You're not helping us, man. The funny thing is, obviously, the way football is, like I said, it's only eight games in. 
we got a hard run. But what's Oli been in the job now? Three years, three and a half, coming up anyway. Anniversary coming up in December. Yeah, we've seen him. We've seen him being under mad pressure before and <laughs> turn it around. Well, so we, we 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 could be talking in, in in a month's time, and you guys have beat Atalanta, beat Villarreal, you drew with City, beat Liverpool, whatnot, and it's all looking rosy. <laughs> I, think it's, I think it's done by Christmas. Honestly, mark my words, Christmas. No, nah, I think Oli's here to troll you for life, Tom. <laughs> after you, uh, is you. Nah, he's done by Christmas. He's I'm gonna like, do enough to stay in that job. Like, but who do you who do you bring in though? My boy, that's my other United. I'm gonna really try and get him on the pod. He doesn't want to come on, but I'm gonna try and get him on the pod because he's Oli in all the way. Me and him have a proper conversation, go back and forth, and he's Oli in, and he gives good points and whatnot. He's definitely not the Oli out crowd. But I'd love to get him on, and then it's just like because I posed that because he posed that question to say, okay, so who do we get in him? Who, who do we get in? After everything that I've just said about the new contract, the, the backroom staff getting a new contract, you lot changing your whole scouting thing, whether Oli's, that was Oli's decision, but you've done it underneath Oli's watch and whatnot, and changing all that stuff behind him and then getting the new players in. He's like, so who do we get? Who do we go and get now? Just top managers. Doesn't, doesn't even managers need to be a top manager. Tommy. Yeah, but who? Who? Specific? Specific? Who do you go I, and get? I will take Graham Potter. I will, <laughs> I will even take who else is there? Who are there are 15 other managers that would take in the Premier League alone? It's so, you, alone. Honestly, you honestly think no trolling right now? Don't troll. If it's out there, don't troll. <laughs> you would you would sack Oli now, Adi, if you were saying and get Graham Potter in, yeah, 100%. Okay. Like, it's so, not even something I would debate, it's not even somehow debate. So, who would you get in, Tom? You're set because I don't obviously you mean Oli out for time. Who would you get yeah. in right now? I'll, I'll, I'll take um, Graham Potter, but um, I think the the um the sensible option will be um Conte. So and I'm not sensible. Issues. So yeah, saying telling me I'm <laughs> no, not sensible. In terms of like, in terms of like what we've been through in it, because with Graham Potter, the Ivan needs time. We need someone that can get to work right now. I don't. Conte is probably the manager. Conte or Zidane are probably the type of, the two type of managers that you can get in. I can get and just get to work with the players I've ever got. The last one would be one. It's for us to do it, wait another two, three years. The thing is, it's not about the wait for me, and I've said this before. If I truly believe in the manager and I can see clear signs of us getting somewhere, I don't mind the waiting. I can't see it in this man. So you so you would you would get Conte or Zidane in right now? Yeah, right now. Okay. Right now. Yeah, I'd get both of them in right now. Even if bruv, you just need to change the manager, man. You need to go. I'm, I'm tired, man. But I just, as we all rightly said, and and I will agree with you on that. Ham, it's not his fault that he's got the job in the first place. How he's managed to swindle these idiots? That's that's the bigger issue. Bro. And the mad thing, the mad thing is, yeah, all three of us. If the reason why we're saying he shouldn't have got the job is because we're saying, yeah, that if you gave us a crystal ball three years ago, yeah, unless we're all Mystic Meg, and they said Oli's going to be the manager, yeah. All three of us would have said, then this is what's going to happen to Man United if Oli gets the job. <laughs> Even before you got the contract, I was saying this, like, so, and just to make it clear, I've always been saying this, Rob. Always. Before they gave him the contract, when he came in just temporarily, I've been saying it, that I shouldn't, don't give him the job. Yeah, you wasn't with Rio Ferdinand. Give him, let him sign it now. You wasn't with no, Rio. No, I wasn't with him, bro. <laughs> you wasn't with him, bro. One of the first, like, when I start, even when they gave me the job, I thought, you know what, just be patient. They've given it to him, basically. Let's see what happens. And I think, I can't remember if it was, the, we played Liverpool. I think it was your birthday, Ham, we were going somewhere. 
it was a nil-nil game against Liverpool when we had to make all our substitutions in the first half. I can't remember. And then Justin Lingard's been out for like two, three months. Oh, yeah, I remember that game. It was at Old Trafford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Two, three months with a hamstring injury. He brought Jesse on and Jesse had to come off or something, can not it? Again. And you brought him on when yeah, you brought yeah. people there. Yeah, and yeah, you know you yeah. still got like a whole second half left. And then we ended yeah. up finishing the game with like 10 men. Yeah, he was making rookie mistakes then. But right now, he can't be making rookie mistakes. I've been in the job too long now, man. Yeah, no, this guy's just got a goal, man. All the best, man, to him. And maybe he keeps saying all the best, but this guy keeps out outlasting everyone. I don't know, man. He's probably got a bet on, man. Honestly, someone's got a bet on him in the board. Someone in the board has placed a bet on it to be there for like <laughs> four years. I'm telling you, the board are sitting around. They're just hoping he turned this around. I know it's like it's like I'm with them. Like they just don't want to make a manager another managerial appointment. So just like, please, Ollie, please, uh, uh, please, just just try and stay the ship. Try and make this work, please, please. We're not trying to get Conte in and give Conte another three hundred million and then pay him another twenty five m or whatnot to work here or give Zidane. Zidane probably won't come because Zidane doesn't even speak English. Doesn't have no interest in the English game. So the board are thinking, please, just make it work, please. Gives us less work to do. Yeah, man. Well, we, United fans just buckle up. It's gonna be a long ride. It's gonna be a long ride. It's been long already. You guys are. That's what I'm saying. Enjoy it. You guys have been on this ride for like three years now. <laughs> yeah, three years. Well, it's gonna almost three and a half years now. Like. Um, come on, bro. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, what else happened, man? It's not just only us two that played, man. What else happened? Yeah. So obviously, um, the Villa game that was exciting. Um, two new what? Ten minutes to go, and they managed to effort up. I'll slap all those players. <laughs> Guess but you know one thing I like about that Wolves manager? He does not give a damn. Bro. Nah, he's throwing in the everyone. Sink. everyone. He's throwing everyone in. He does not give a damn, bro. He could, he could, I think if he had the chance to, he'd probably take off his goalkeeper and put him in a striker. Um, <laughs> no, um, to love it. You have to love it. No, I love it, man. Good game. Good game. Derby as well, so it was good. good game. Yeah. yeah, Derby. Cool. And um, obviously, back to the top of Mo Salah again. Did you guys see he's uh, won the goal? Yeah, yeah. It's like, it's a weekly thing for him now, man. The yeah. guy is just catching bodies, mate. He's just catching bodies. You see how much people are laying on the ground, bro? Yeah, he's he's improving. Like, there are different aspects of his game. Because before, it was always the pace and the finishing. Now, we're getting a, a, a better glimpse at the close control in these tight areas. But Ade, but Ade what's mad is he scored this type of goal before. Yeah, yeah. He but... scored these type of goals where he's, like, tight in that space and... He still managed to wriggle a yard and get his shot off. Yeah, th- but those ones were a bit more wiggle a yard. Get, but this one is literally. He came out of a stray jacket that other day. He literally came out of a, it. You could. The goal was good, but when it was slowed down, the way he's rolled it, that's when he, mani- yeah. manipulated his body. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. when you like bloody hell. Best player, best player in the world right now. Best player in the world. Hell. And and shout out to Manny as well. Let's not forget that he's he got his hundred Premier League goal, so he's on that list now. Yes, Tom. You hear that? You hear that, Tom? 
so we can watch his well, 100, saying, well, 100 third, Premier League goals as well for, for my African player to do that in the Premier League, right? The third year, third year. Well done. Well done well. And him him he's gonna pass Drogba in the in the in the list anyway, so yeah, well if um if Salah leaves then he can hopefully pass Salah too. Salah leaves. <laughs> well it all depending on Salah. Um on the topic of Salah, what what are you guys thinking? Do you think so obviously I think where the issue is now, the reason why he hasn't found a new contract is that he wants five hundred K a week. Allegedly. Allegedly. Well, from like the way his agent is moving, his agent's always tweeting all the time. And he's basically hitting the fact that, look, Salah's better than a lot of these players are getting more than, more than him. What What are your thoughts? Do you think Liverpool should just give him the 500? Obviously, we understand the way Liverpool are run. They keep saying the way they're run, they can't afford to be even players that much. But they're going, they are in like a golden era right now where they've got possibilities of winning whatever tournament that they're in, if they let players like Salah go because of the 500k, then they're just going to fall all the way back. And I'm not even sure whether Klopp will stay if that's the case. Yeah, boy. What are you saying, Ade? Me and Tom talked about this the other day, anyway. Hmm. It's, it's, an, it's an interesting one, right? Because if you're saying you're you're gonna be strict on your wage bill, then you don't change it for no one. But ultimately you keep Salah and not only does it give you success now, it encourages future generations or the stars of the future to join while he's still there, which might give you a, a leg up going forward. So as I'm a United fan, I say just give him the damn money. Because that's what your club does. Right. Yeah, that's what the money. How, how, how much did you guys? How much did you guys pay my boy Alexis Sanchez a week again? Because the simple answer is right. You just get rid of Origi and another extra man, and just, and pay the man, pay pay Salah his money. This is this is the ruthlessness coming out. Origi uh, ain't doing nothing. Sell him, take his wages, and give it to Salah. If he don't, someone else will. Right. It's that simple. Just take it. Got players that aren't doing nothing. Get rid of it. It's like us now. Van der Beek's not playing, and the guy is angry, but we're still paying him. I wouldn't be angry if they're paying me at work and I don't have to go in. Okay. Yeah. Um, what are your thoughts? On, obviously, you spoke about Ham, but what's your, what? Your, just share your thoughts on the pod. Yeah, no, same. I'm not. I'm not too dissimilar from others. I. Structure and they're fully on this. We're not trying to. Arsenal had that. We had that as well. Fully not trying to to break it. But I think sometimes there's um exceptional circumstances that arise in life. I'm, try, I'm trying to be like a philosopher right now. I don't know if it's working. <laughs> but there's, there's certain times in life that opportunity presents itself, and you just can't you can't turn it down. And if Mohamed Salah right now, who were, who we all agree is the best player in the world says he wants 500k a week, then we're going to have to look at the finances. And we're going to have to say, okay, cool. How do we make this happen? The only knock-on, everything has a domino effect in life, isn't it? So the only knock-on effect is if you give him 500, then Mane and all the other boys say, well, um, excuse me, boss, I want to raise my mind as well, you know? So I know I'm on 180 or 190. I want 250 or 300 now, at least. You guys are paying him half a mil. You can give me 300. Yeah, and that doesn't stop. And then, and then it won't stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's... 
it's a fine line for Liverpool. Do they say fuck it? The way Scott says fuck now. Let's just like Tom said, it's a golden generation. We don't know how long Klopp's gonna be here. Let's go all in and let's fucking try and win it. Oh, but then that might make the club just be fucked financially in the long term. If you're only thinking short term, or do you say, Salah, we can only pay you up to four hundred or three fifty. Take it or leave it. So it's gonna be interesting to see what they do. Yeah. Um, we'll see, but. And I think to be fair to Liverpool, I think Salah is probably the type of player that I think you can get at least three good four more years from him. Um, he's currently 29. So, it's his last big contract, isn't it? Yeah, his last big contract. And as I said, like, there's other teams there that are going to be willing to give him that money. For example, if um, Mbappe goes to Real Madrid, that's an easy like, um, replacement for PSG. So I think it's only really PSG that can probably afford him right now. I don't think he'll be able to go to anywhere else apart from PSG. To the top of my head anyway. Unless if someone builds out this the Spanish teams. Mm. Yeah. Unless he doesn't give a damn and he goes to Man City. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he if would. he does that, oh, he won't do that. Yeah, he, he won't do, do that. that. I don't think Liverpool will allow him to go there anyway. So yeah, I don't think he will do that. Um, yeah, but we have to wait and see. Um, they were good though. They were they were good though against Watford. I watched the game. They was absolutely oh, yeah, that, that was bro. brilliant. That was brilliant. Right? Absolutely better than bro. I can't oh. believe that Musa Sissoko is captain of a football club. What am I watching, bro? <laughs> what the fuck am I watching, bro? Musa fucking Sissoko captains a football club. I should have taken football more seriously, man. I could have made it. Now. <laughs> cool. Um, before we go into like the um. The last segment, just quickly. Um, there's been a lot of debate about um, the Ballon d'Or. Who uh, can I just ask you guys who do you think should win the Ballon d'Or first of all? Before I go into the question, I'm gonna ask you for me. Um, it's gotta go, it's gotta go to Lewa, isn't it? It's gotta go to Lewandowski. It's gotta go. but if it doesn't, then it's gotta go to Messi. Only one of those two, Ali? yeah. I think the same, probably, yeah. I'm probably leaning towards that. Lewandowski or or Messi, yeah. Messi. Cool. So what I was going to say, obviously, there's been a huge... I'm not sure if you guys have seen social media, but um, Jorginho being like one of the favourites to win it. I would just be... I had this conversation with someone and I said, look, I'm not saying he should win it. I'm I'm in agreement with you guys, actually, in terms of like um, Lewandowski getting it. But I can understand... Why Jorginho is a, has been put as one of the favourites because from that over the years in terms of what they use, like, I don't know what how did how the um seem to select this um Ballon d'Or winners, but they tend to go for like teams that have won the, the important trophies, right, and key players from those teams, and I think that's the reason why he's been one of the front runners. I'm not saying because of that he should win it, but if he's been done in the past and others have been given that as won the Ballon d'Or because of that, so why shouldn't he? I'm not having that. I'm just not having it. I'm just not having... I hear this, what you're saying. So I'm just not having Jorginho win the Ballon d'Or. You know, the best player in the world. Yeah, no, I get that. But I'm just saying... I, and, I, and I accept that. But I'm saying, if in the past they've given players that we don't think is the best player in the world at the time, the Ballon d'Or, because, for example, like, 
Modric, Modric wasn't the best player in the world when he won it. But he was seriously good, though. I'd rather... Listen, I, can, I, can, I, can, I can take that. I can take Modric winning it over Jorginho winning it. But if you look at it, like when Chelsea won the Champions League and Italy won the European Championship, who was one of their key players? Jorginho. It was seriously good, too. That's my point. I'm not saying that he's the best player in the world. Same way Modric was seriously good for Real Madrid and he got to the... His team didn't even win the um, European Championship. Or was it with the World Cup that they played in the final? I can't remember what... Was it World Cup? Yeah, yeah World, Cup. World Cup. Yeah, yeah sorry, World Cup. He was seriously good, but he wasn't the best player in the world at the time. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not having Jorginho. And Jorginho is probably one of the key players for Chelsea and... Um, I, w- I won't complain if he wins it. I'm not saying he's right, but if unless if they're going to change it moving forward, like to be honest, Lewandowski should should have won it because the way I'm basing it, I'm basing it over the last two years because last year they should have given it to the man and I don't want him to miss out again because I don't think he's ever going to get a chance to win it. But if you are basing on like what they've done over the years, then why not give it to Jorginho? Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not, I'm not having that. I'm not having Georgie never I'm more pissed off about the whole Mendy not being nominated at all. That's what I'm pissed off about. No. Dope, 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 top goalkeeper. I don't know Roma getting nominated is cool, but Mendy should have got nominated and I honestly believe he got robbed of a nomination. I think he's can't what, think of many goalkeepers. What top what what Mendy didn't get nominated, he's not even in the twenty. Yeah, yeah, he's not there. Yeah, but it's 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 the players too, don't it? Because who who picks um so you have like the um, international captains you have the um, international managers, um, managers. managers yeah. and you have like um, journalists from like um, top what one journalist from each country. I think I think it is. But those are the like those are the people that pick the winner. So it's down to them to be honest with you. So so I don't yeah. think that. It's just do the right thing, man. Just give it to Lewa or Messi, and everyone's happy. We move on. Give it to Jorginho, and um, social media is going to go into meltdown. <laughs> they should give it to him, man. Uh, well, they're gonna give it to anyone from Chelsea. Give it to Kante. I think him and Kante are like the him, Kante, Lewa, and Messi are probably the four favorites, isn't it? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. Um, just one last bit before we jump off. Um, so obviously, still in October and um, Black History Month, and over the last week for the listeners that haven't listened, so we're just um, we talk about it's about five minutes or so to just discuss um black players and I've got two players for you just discussing their legacy um, I've got one for you and Adi so I'll start with you Ham um, so if I say Sadoff to you what does Clarence Sadoff mean to you oh my god oh my god how long we got <laughs> <laughs> we just we, we ain't got a long time just I'm like, going to keep it short yeah. Let's just, let me just short. say Clarence Sadoff is one of the best 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 footballers to ever play the game 100% as a midfielder Nothing he couldn't do. Technically gifted. Probably not many people that are more gifted than him. I don't think any... He's... I think him and someone else are the only ones that's won the Champions League with, like, three teams, right? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. I'm trying to think who the other person is. I think it might be Eto. I'm not sure. I'm not sure who's done it. But I know someone else has anyway. And I that just shows... done two. Yeah. Teams. I know Clarence has done it. With... Clarence has done it with three teams. And, um, yeah, yeah, just... But just a super, super, super top, top. And he doesn't get mentioned. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it might be because of what Black Christy Mark. It might be because he's black. Let's just put it out there. <laughs> <laughs> but he is... When you mention Xavi, Iniesta, you just mentioned Modric, Wanda, Ballon d'Or, all these top, top midfielders that I play the game. Stevie, Lamps, Scolzi, whoever you want to mention. Clarence Sader is just as good as them or maybe even better than them. 
So yeah, yeah, top, 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 top player, man. top player. You're saying that he didn't get a lot of mention. Um, would you say because he's moved far too many times? He's never really settled. No, because I think his yeah. impact, I think whether you settle or not, I think your impact and where you go, do you have an impact there? There's a lot of players that stay somewhere for time, they don't do fuck all. Mm. And Clarence was a young prospect at Ajax, done his team. Played for AC more than done his team. So he played for Real, player. You know what I'm saying? So he's played for top, top clubs as well. Yeah, and he's had an impact on those clubs, yeah. Yeah, Ajax, yeah. So, and he's had a yeah. good career at them teams. Every, you wouldn't meet a fan that supported those teams that for those years and saw Clarence play and said, no, nah, we're not having him. Yeah, so, I think I think that's factual. And I think, because AC, he was there for what? Close to 10 years? He was there for time. Remember, him, Pirlo, Gattuso and them, but that's probably... Yeah, he, was, he was there for time. And, <laughs> and as Ham said, I don't think there's any team he played for that they're going to say anything negative. Yeah. Anything negative. And that's a big thing because you get players that don't do well at a certain club or towards the end of their career, they tail off. But you didn't have that with, with Sadov. And even when he left Europe to go and play in Brazil, he was still doing things. right? So I don't think anyone will speak bad at, of him at any club he's played at. Um, I'm going to ask is um, the question I'm going to ask about him is how do you think he will get on in today's game? Probably he would have been perfect, bro. Yeah. It would have been perfect. It would have been perfect, bro. What, what you reckon, what type of midfielder would it be? Would, what would you like compare his game to in today's game? I don't... So, the person that comes to mind, yeah, and I might, I might be off, but I'm just saying in terms of like an eight, that's a functional eight for me, which is my favourite type of midfielder. It's someone like Yuri Tillemans. So technically gifted on the ball, can find a pass, can strike it. If you wanted to just stay in the middle and pop it around and literally receive it under pressure, I have no problems with doing that. But Clarence had a bit more trickery. So Clarence could actually, you know, beat a man with him. And he had a bit more strength as well yeah, to win. Yeah. So I, I think I think I think to the men's but there's probably a better midfielder, but that's the first thing that comes to mind. Okay, cool. Um, I think I've got another question, but if I if I remember, I'll come back to it. Um cool, just add a so I just um George Weyer, if I say George Weyer to you. Ah. <laughs> you know what, yeah, I was I was thinking about this whole month and I was just like, Tommy's not going to call George Weyer because he keeps <laughs> saying that he didn't see him that much. But He didn't need to, bro. The man's the only ass to win the ballot door. Bro, like, as, as we say, like, I started off watching Italian football before I started watching the Premier League and George Weyer was just a lot. He was a lot. He did, like, in this day and age, you'd expect uh, there are more black players. You'd expect a black player to win the Ballon d'Or soon enough. But back then, you weren't really expecting it to that level. So it's just testament to what he was doing in those days. Right? He 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 was just quality. In his prime, his dribbling skills, oh, he, was, he, he was just amazing. He was just amazing. It's It's hard to put into context. And he's one of those players that he did it effortless, without any effort, right? But then, because he doesn't look like he's doing much, some people don't appreciate what he's doing because he's not swinging two legs and dropping in, dropping in type of thing. But yeah, I, he, like, for black players, he was like my first black hero. Honestly, he just had so much to his game. It's just a shame that he came to come and taint it by coming to Chelsea. <laughs> Chelsea, I was going to say. <laughs> I was going to say, because a lot of our listeners, they might be um, like, oh, what, George Weah? Oh, they might remember him from Chelsea days. 
And um, yeah, it's good that he dropped their memory out there and let them know that no, 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 the George Way you saw at Chelsea isn't the George Way. <laughs> no, the George Way, boy. When we were talking about winner. African players, yeah. Where were you going to put him at it? Because I know we talked about, um, we mentioned Drogba, and I asked you, um, I mean, you put Drogba top five, but in the top five, he, if you have to place him like in a position, what position in that top five would you put him? What? George Weir? Yeah. Or Doug Drogba? George Weir is my top three. So, where, so you're putting three, yeah, number three? He's in the top three. I don't want to overanalyze it because it's late and my brain. <laughs> it's been a long yeah, day fine. but yeah, no, yeah George Ware is in my top three 100% right, cool right, that's it. and yeah that's the question I'm going to ask um, if you have to pick Adi you can pick one too out of Seidoff the just you don't like however way you want to play them don't as I say don't overanalyze it you just have to pick one of them for your team in the centre of midfield just who would you pick Seidoff Vieira or Yaya Torre one of both of you just pick one Ooh. Oh, I'm going. Mine's easy. I'm going Vieira. Vieira. I, I will mean, probably go Vieira. Just Vieira. Just over. That's just because of the type of midfielder I would want. Cool. But yeah, I'll pick Vieira. All right. Cool. All right then. Well, that's it, boys. Um, thank you for listening. Um, obviously, please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, Red Divided. Follow us on Instagram. Red Divided and Twitter. Red Divided. And thanks for listening. We'll see you again next week. Peace. Hopefully Man United can get a win when we're back on here. (laughs) Hit the beat. Peace. Peace.